Well, hello, 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 and welcome to the first episode of season two of the Tata Cancer podcast. So technically, it's it's episode 29, but the first episode of season two, if you really want to get specific. Um, I am so excited because what we're going to be talking about today is a really hot, 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 hot button item here in the city that I love to call home of Portland, Oregon. So in November of 2020, Portland, Oregon passed ballot measure 109 that gave the Oregon Health Authority the job of overseeing magic mushroom or psilocybin consumption at service centers in uh, the presence of licensed facilitators. So basically uh, what is happening, you know, for treating for depression, PTSD, anxiety, some other mental health issues, they're looking at some alternative methods. And um, there has been some research done regarding cancer patients and uh, having some phenomenal results with that actually, or even OCD. Uh, There's a fantastic documentary series on Netflix called How to Change Your Mind that talks about psilocybin. It talks about other different psychedelic therapies. And although the legislation around psilocybin and microdosing is a little bit vague, it is something that I think is really, really unique and a lot more accessible to people because a lot of these journeys that they're talking about at these retreat centers are under the supervision of these licensed um, guides is going to be really, really expensive and probably not accessible to a lot of people. Um, But my guests today are running a microdosing mentorship program that supports healing with psilocybin. So after experiencing profound healing through psychedelic treatment, these sisters, Megan and Nicole Michelena, founded Zenchronicity, and it's a microdose mentorship program that supports healing with psilocybin. Megan and Nicole are Microdosing Institute certified mental health experts that specialize in trauma healing through plant medicine. Megan is also a certified holistic nutritionist. You know I love that. A health coach. And both of them are trauma-informed yoga teachers and experts in psychedelic medicine. Nicole has studied plant medicine and the benefits it has in helping individuals heal emotionally, physically, and spiritually. So they are incredible women. They have so much to say. They have so many experiences between them and, and a lot of wisdom. They've done the research. They really love the science behind this and they're very passionate about this. So I wanted them to talk about, you know, what it is that microdosing does, uh, who it might benefit, how you might go about doing it and what their program is like so that people can, I don't know, see if that might be something that they want to look at as a more holistic form of healing some of mental issues. I also love that they really honor the the practice. They honor the indigenous roots of this. They are very conscious about everything that they do. And I think you'll see that in our conversation. So we're talking a lot about everything. <laughs> As you see, I had to do a lot of editing on this because we, we just really, we get together and we talk and, um, Yeah, they're wonderful people. So I'm very excited for you to get in on this conversation. 
All right. So what else is going on? I don't know. Portland, it's it's raining. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> uh, it's raining a lot. And um, it's my first winter here. I am using this light box therapy thing because um, I am feeling it a little bit. But I'm also, yeah, just going through a lot of changes personally and professionally. And, um, you know, starting 2023 off with with sort of a different perspective and and new goals. And I'm very excited about all of that. I feel like I say excited a lot. Anyway, I had a wonderful holiday season. It was, um, I wasn't able to go home. So that was, you know, that was a little bit trying, but I had a meditation class that I was really, I really enjoyed doing for people who weren't able to go home for the holidays. If you missed that, it was on Insight Timer. And I'm going to be doing a lot more stuff like that this year because it really just brings me incredible joy. But let's talk about some mushrooms. So yeah, let's get into this episode anyway. Well, do, do, do you feel that? <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Tata Cancer Podcast, where we will discuss the physical and mental elements of healing from a breast cancer diagnosis. My name is Junie Boucher. I'm a nutritional therapy practitioner and a breast cancer survivor. When you're diagnosed with breast cancer, you're forced to make life-changing decisions with so much information that's really hard to sift through. My intention is to help provide you with the information you need to make a decision that's going to align your body, mind, and heart so that you can live your best life going forward. I'm going to be your new breast friend. (laughs) Okay, let's do this. The information contained in this podcast is for educational purposes only and should not be considered medical advice. Please always consult with your doctor for any of your medical needs. I'm very excited to welcome Megan and Nicole Michelena to the podcast today. And we are going to talk about a very hot topic, which is um, plant medicine and sort of the therapeutic uses of it. So welcome. Thank you for being here. Hi, Jenny. We're so excited to be here. <laughs> this going to be great. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Plant medicine, psilocybin, microdosing. What, what even are we talking about? <laughs> So we're talking about what probably most commonly you hear of magic mushrooms. We heard of those, you know, growing up the psychedelic mushrooms and LSD and all of those things, right? And how bad they were essentially because, well, the government made them bad, but story for a different day, but (laughs) we're, we're working with, or we work with psilocybin mushrooms AKA magic mushrooms and the John Hopkins studies and everything coming out are part of what we um, have taken into account as we've worked into our program that we use at Synchronicity. And we work, um, the mushrooms have been found to work in the neuroplasticity of the brain and actually shift behavioral patterns. So that's kind of what we do with working with trauma and stuff like that in a very short synopsis. Yes. And Junie, it's also using a very small dose. So when you hear the word Mm -hmm. microdose, it's really kind of a fun word to break down because we're working and most people, if they are taking a microdose of anything, they're taking 
around 200 milligrams. That is less than a Tylenol for a traditional headache. So normally <clears throat> when we're really looking at it, it's so minute in the bloodstream in the brain that most people actually don't even feel it. So you can mm -hmm. still function normally, you think normally, you feel, but what's happening is, is that those mushrooms are working with the neurotransmitters in your brain. And that's when the magic actually happens where mm -hmm. it's actually working to change patterning and to help you recreate maybe an old timeline or change the dialogue of the ego that once was very, maybe really negative, or there was some trauma that was happening and mm -hmm. it now needs to be reprogrammed, rewired, and relooked at. Yeah, that's, that is so fascinating. I mean, I've done my own little I've gone down my own little rabbit holes <laughs> with this. And I just think it's, I love the science behind brain stuff. And that's part of why I am so passionate about meditation. But this is such a revolutionary kind of thing because, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I won't get the, I won't get all the scientific data correct, but I know that it, it increases dopamine, right? or serotonin. So it increases serotonin. So this is one of the reasons why it's being used for things like depression. Um, but also it, the, the part of the brain that creates the monkey mind or all of the like kind of anxiety provoking overthinking, it kind of hampers that down as well. Is that correct? Yeah. So that's what we call the DMN or the default mode network. That's usually found in brain scans in the frontal cortex of the brain. Sometimes though, you can see on brain scan, it's kind of all over in different areas, depending about, depending on the thought patterning of the individual, but it's also where the ego lives. So mm. that's where, when I was talking about having to rewire, reprogram and relook at trauma, the ego mm. has a tendency to kind of give us this story because the ego wants to protect us. The ego mm -hmm. is very important, right? We get up mm -hmm. because of the ego, we brush our teeth, we function because of our ego, but sometimes ego gets in the way. Sometimes ego is the one that stops you in the meditation. Ego is the cause of the monkey mind. Ego is, it's here to protect. So it will do anything and everything to make sure that you are safe in your mm -hmm. story. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's been something I've been really looking a lot at, at the, how, were yeah those crazy thoughts that you have or the or the reasons that you don't do the thing you really want to do is because our bodies are or our brains are programmed to protect us but they are they're a bit overzealous <laughs> yes yes yeah and when you, you know, you, you talk about meditation, right. And like meditation does the same thing in the brain. So mm -hmm. if you study meditation, it actually, the best time to practice meditation is actually right when you get, well, it's like 4am, 4am, because it's the highest amount of serotonin in the brain before it starts to convert into dopamine and mm -hmm. well, it's coming out of melatonin into serotonin and then into dopamine so that you can do the rest of your day. And so it's really this like magic period of time. And that is actually kind of what we would consider like the sweet spot in microdosing. That's kind of like mm -hmm. what happens in the brain. But mm -hmm. most people actually on can't drop into meditation. We were just um, at a seven day retreat with Joe Spenza and we watched people, you know, coming out and they're, they're fighting it there. I can't get in. I can't, and I can't relax my nervous system. And you're hearing all the buzz and the chatter of people's minds, right? Yeah. But it's because of this, they don't understand actually what is happening 
physiologically mm-hmm. and neurologically in their brain. So when we use plant medicine, we actually accelerate the process to mm-hmm. be able to help people drop into their bodies and understand that where their ego is, what the DMN is, because you can actually feel things like your ego kind of take a seat, like it just relaxes. Yeah. And it's not so much like this heavy chatter during the day when you're microdosing. So it brings it in awareness of your nervous system. How are you feeling? What is going on? And then you can actually step into meditation. So we actually see it as a gateway because we want our clients to not be reliant on plant medicine. We want them Mm -hmm. to be able to understand their nervous system, help rewire and reprogram their trauma, understand where the ego has a place, and then step into meditation because meditation yeah. is magic because it's all done in self. You can sit in self and you can be with self, but you also understand when and where the mm-hmm. monkey comes in and when you can turn it off and turn it on. Right. We, we, when you think of the brain, it's basically like a computer, right? You have to put in programs, you plug in programs mm-hmm. and our programs, like our default is our parents. When you start to look at your parents and what, and I always tell people, it's like, if something annoys you, you probably do it. And I, I yes, totally. Right. And it's like, what programming is that? And how do I shift it? And the problem is, is that we live life in a very reactionary state. And when I started microdosing, what happened was I was allowed to act instead of react And the thing is, is I was allowed to set boundaries and do these things so that the programs were, you know, so the neural network in the brain, right? Those little electro, you know, the new Mm -hmm. dendrites being formed. So instead of going down this pathway, I was able to reprogram into this pathway and be able to do it over and over again. And, you know, neurons that fire together, wire together. So (laughs) start to be able to reprogram the brain by what's firing and you have choice. This is the biggest thing is that it gives people choice because to be self-aware enough, right? Cause we all have patterns. And the, the thing is you want to see the patterns then be able to recognize the patterns as they're happening. And then the goal is to change the pattern. If you yeah. can do that, you can literally, it's limitless. Yeah. That like movie Lucy, when, you know, she's on those brain things and she's able to, have all of the, you know, not that you're going to get crazy powers, but you're able to have choice. And for Mm -hmm. so long, we were just our parents. And that's so many people, it's like, you're programmed in this way. Well, this is the X factor that helps to reprogram that, right? It's instead of having to spend these years and years and years of meditation, sitting for five minutes and sitting for 10 minutes, it's, it's, it's a, I, I can't, it's a quantum jump essentially, where I'm here and then boom, I'm here. The way we were able to meditate in Joe Dispenza, we went into full gamma brainwaves, which is Mm -hmm. not normal for new people to be able to do, but -hmm. because we trust our bodies and we trust these other planes of existence because of psychedelics, because of our relationship with mushrooms, we went into such deep states of meditation that it happens to maybe five or six people Mm -hmm. out of 1500 people that are there it's absolutely crazy but yes it it, the goal is meditation but I would have and I can say I would have not been able to experience what I experienced if I had not had a relationship and a trust with my body with my nervous system and knowing those things because of my work um when what we do 
I mean, that, is, that, yeah, that's such a great way of putting it. And I do know a lot of people who, you know, just say, I can't meditate. I can't do it. And, you know, what I try to tell them is like, well, that's, that's part of it, you know, like it's brain training, but to have a, an actual mechanism you can use to qualm, to quiet the mind a little bit. Yeah. A meditative state is much more accessible. We are all so incredibly activated these days. It's very interesting to me how much I'm seeing people being in these incredibly reactive, activated states. Like, I feel like I walk around and I'm just like, we're all just like these gaping wounds right now. And it's really tough. So I can understand how this is, people are having such a strong reaction because it's, it's very much needed. You know, we're, we're having these, I think this is part of the effects of, of lockdown and quarantine and, you know, whatnot. And especially with people who are going through cancer. I mean, one of the reasons why I wanted you to come on the show is because, you know, you to approach this in a way of how do we work with trauma, both trauma-informed yoga teachers. And so there is something really beautiful in that I think this is going to help people really just settle down enough because yeah, it's not about getting high and most people aren't, aren't even going to feel high. Most people aren't even going to feel much of anything, but then also I love that you said it's not something that you want people to be on on a permanent basis. I mean, I think there are people who who do, do in your experience. Like how long do you typically go on a microdosing protocol? Oh no. <laughs> uh no, it's not. It's a it's a usually around 90 days. So it's usually okay. one day of microdose, two days off in a mm -hmm. 90 day cycle. So usually 45 doses. Mm -hmm. I think I did the math wrong, but anyways, yeah. the math is wrong. Don't quote me on like that, 28. but it's like <laughs> 28 doses. I didn't okay. cut thirds. Anyways. Um, <clears throat> but what happens is, is that do the 90 days and then take two months off. We have a lot of people that come to us and they're like, I have, I've been microdosing every day. I have an insomnia, anxiety, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, Whoa, you are like, love the passion. You're super gung ho, <laughs> but like balance this and like, yeah find a sweet spot. And that's where it is. You find your sweet spot, but you have to give your brain time for the integration. It's just mm -hmm. like any other plant medicine, ayahuasca, cambo, any, anything that where you're shifting into the subconscious mind, you have to integrate. Mm -hmm. And we're working in the subconscious and conscious mind. We're rewiring the neural networks you got to give your brain some time to re-solidify. And actually that's the sweet spot. Those two months off where the work is actually done when you're actually off of the plant medicine and you're looking at your patterns because now your ego is back. Now you're like, okay, now I've got to be aware of these things mm. and now I have to integrate. Now I have to look at my triggers and I have to work through them with all the tools I inquired during those 90 days I was working with the plants. Well, and so yeah. often. Um, any kind of, and th this is not, it, it's not a popular belief yet, but it will be someday. Here's the issue. The body is naturally healthy until there's a conflict. Now the issue is the dealing with the pain. So mm -hmm. anytime you see cancer or heart disease or any of these things in a body, and this goes back to German new medicine, it's like, look at the trauma that this body has been through and what pain has not been transmuted mm -hmm. because 
we have energy fields in our body. We are energy. We're matter, which is energy. It's the slowest form of energy, right? So you can't get away from everything's frequency. Everything is how you're dealing with that frequency. And pain is one of those things where we've decided that we just don't deal with it in our society. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, somebody dies. You have to be back to work in three days. You know, I had an episode in Vegas where, you know, I, I, my friend and I were drugged and I woke up the next morning and, you know, bad things had happened and I was in the hospital and it was like, I had to be back to oh work, my gosh. you know, and it's like, I'll mm. never forget that feeling of my nervous system just being like, oh my God, I have to go back to work and be alone in a hotel room. Cause I was a private flight attendant at the time. Mm -hmm. And it's like, how the hell do you ask people to do that? Mm -hmm. And how does a body not get sick? If you're holding on to that frequency, right? I was able mm -hmm. to release it because I'm trauma informed, because I do yoga, I was able to transmute this energy, but it really wasn't until I did plant medicine where I really dealt with the pain mm -hmm. because ours is slap a bandaid on it or take an antidepressant, get over it, move on. I don't want to hear about your pain. I don't want to hear about this. Yeah. You've had to deal with it, move on. And we do this with death. We do this with relationships. And it's like birth, birth all of these things, mm -hmm. right? That yeah massive energetic shifts in our field mm -hmm. and we don't honor that mm -hmm. and then we wonder why like all of a sudden our body's attacking itself and I mean it's an energy and it's actually trying to heal you mm -hmm. that's so crazy is is that we take this as like oh my gosh I'm on a battlefield like it's me against that yeah no it's actually how do I go into this and move through it because mm -hmm. this is right this started out at a frequency in my field and now it's become matter in my mm -hmm. body. Mm -hmm. So how do I come back to this pain, move through this pain and transmute it so that I help other people? Because mm -hmm. it's all about how you deal with the pain in your field. Because mm -hmm. over and over again with the cancer patients that we have known and worked with and things like that, it's like they have these massive traumas yeah. and you're like, oh, you're not even, you, you haven't dealt with this. And this is your body making yeah. you with it. Yes. You know, as we start to microdose the pain that comes up, the pain that comes through, it's like, yeah, no wonder, like this is your body telling you to honor it. And if you don't, yeah. honor, we don't want to deal with pain. I, um, and when I was a yoga, when I was in yoga teacher training, Emmy Cleves, who actually just died three days ago, um, was this 80 year old woman. She had lived through the Holocaust, right? She's 80, 10 years ago. Now she's, you know, she's passed, but she said, Pain is a gift that nobody wants, but it is a gift. Make no mm -hmm. mistake. Mm -hmm. And I, I, that at the time I was like, fuck that. <laughs> like, no. And now I realize pain, any kind is telling you something. Yeah. How are you going to react to that pain? Are you going mm -hmm. to step into it and transmute it? Or are you going to run from it? If you choose to run, which is most of our society is what we're taught, you know, dissociate, detach, which is running from pain you are going to get sick. And we're yeah. seeing this across the board. And, yes. you know, again, it's not a popular opinion, but there, it, it, it makes sense when you think and understand of that we are energy fields. So if you have a mm -hmm. glitch in the field, you have to look at the root cause. And if you go back into the chakras, if you go back into these things, which mushrooms really help do, you're able to transmute this. Mm -hmm. And it's actually insane when you start to see tumors completely shrink, because mm -hmm. when you learn to love your pain, mm -hmm. you are able to transmute that frequency immediately. Mm -hmm. it is, it's absolutely astounding what we're going to see in the next 10 years is this 
becomes a um, an asset to being able to understand energy, understand frequency, understand pain. Mm-hmm. Because it's a tool, again, everything's about tools. It's a tool to help you step into that. It's like somebody holding your hand, right? Because it is, yeah. it is horrible to deal with some of the things that people have had to deal with. Yes. We're just honored to be able to have, you know, found this, you know, cancer doesn't have to be a death sentence. You don't have to mm-hmm. get in and do all of these things. It's like, mm-hmm. we get to change the narrative. Um, and they're already seeing massive results, you know, watching everybody watch for Joe Dispenza's release on January, in January of what he's actually doing with cancer patients and things like that, because they're healing cancer with the modalities that we're talking about, well, minus mushrooms, but it's that frequency mm. of love. Mushrooms yeah. into that frequency <clears throat> and love heals. We all know that. Yeah. And it's amazing because like, I, I think about it too. Like people, if they're listening to this and they're kind of like, wow, y'all are up like up woo woo late. <laughs> Whoa. Did you take some mushrooms before this? No. <laughs> I think about it. Nobody it- is on mushrooms as we yeah. speak, as far right. as I know. Unfortunately. <laughs> 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 but I think about it. If like, if this, if this is kind of like new to you and you're, you're, you're like, Oh, magic mushrooms. I don't know. But I, I think about it as food, food mm-hmm. is energy, food is no mm-hmm. different. It's, it's comes from the earth. It's mm-hmm. energy, it's water, it's photonutrients. It's the energy of mother earth. Mm-hmm. So when we're taking in that energy, we're healing our body. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously eating crappy food that's processed. Like if you look at it in that regard, I think people, it makes more sense because it's mm-hmm. like, okay, this is no different. Plants are energy, healthy food is healthy energy. Bad mm-hmm. food is bad energy when you're putting mm-hmm. it in your body. So, you know, if obviously you're thinking these bad thoughts and you're bringing in this negative frequency, you're going to get sick. And mm-hmm. if you're staying in this positive love frequency and you're really, you know, you're moving the body, you're quieting the mind, you're eating high vibration food, your body, obviously things still may come up, not saying yeah. that the body is going to just be perfect all the time, but it's going to be in a lot less extreme situations. And, you know, the body keeps score that book. Mm-hmm. It's aggressive. I, you know, <laughs> it, it, it's very trigger warning. If you haven't read it, like, whoa, yeah. It's not. Yeah. but yeah. They literally science. I mean, they have proven the, the, the author of those books, I cannot remember the three it's, of them off the top of my head. I have it on my bookshelf, but they, they talk about, I mean, like the, the, the trauma that the body just holds. It's yeah. so powerful. Yes. And we feel it too. We know this on some level. I mean, I, I used to, whenever something would really upset me, it would really screw up my stomach. I would get like a stomach ache. And, you know, I mean, I, I have always been on the side of like woo woo lane, I guess, but, but at the, I remember, um, not even that long ago, um, just hearing about plant medicine and just being kind of like, I don't know. I think that's a little too far. Like, you know, whatever I, I see the benefit of psychedelics, but, but this whole microdosing movement where it's not, I mean, I think there's a power in like a very transformative experience where you do feel the effects of the psychedelic. Uh, but at the same time, this microdosing where you're just very gently likely and perceptibly changing your brain 
the networks, um, you know, that I, I have seen so much data to show how that is happens. And it's incredible, like how much our brains can grow, shrink, like we can hack, we can hack this stuff. And I also think it's interesting how feelings of, I think, I, at least for me, I know that I have tackled in the last year, a lot of feelings of loneliness. And I think one of the things about plant medicine specifically is that it can foster like feelings of connectivity. I think that's really can be very therapeutic for people because, you know, just even if you are single or, you know, you don't have a family or something like that. I mean, I think I do have a family. I don't live very close to them. I'm not in a relationship. I have friends, but I still battle like some pretty intensive feelings of loneliness. And I can only imagine like how people, the, the trauma that people endured in lockdown. Um, you know, I was not single at the time and I had a lot of people around me. So like, there's, a lot of stuff we're working through. It's such a delicate dance too, of having like, you know, we have to be able to sit in these really uncomfortable feelings and like allow it to move through us. And sometimes that looks ugly and sometimes that looks negative and sometimes it looks angry. That's another thing. I think we're really afraid to explore feelings of anger, or we don't know how to express them. And I'm very hopeful that this type of thing will really work. So it leads me to my next question is, um, you know, who is a good candidate for this type of work and who is not? Um, that's a loaded question. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like it, I know we anxiety, depression, trauma, like if you're willing a lot of people come to us and like it's kind of funny like it's for everybody like it truly Mm -hmm. can help everybody if they have the right mindset if they're willing to surrender if they are um you know they want to do the work I think is Mm -hmm. really what it, it comes down to and I I think also there's a big there's a big part of it is understanding like your intentions and Mm -hmm. why are you doing this what has come up in your in your energy field, like what needs to be worked through? Cause we have so many people that come to us and they're just like, I have anxiety. Oh, okay. That's great. Like mm-hmm. a lot of people have anxiety, but like, what, what are you, what are the tools you're already using? Like, is this mm-hmm. going to be a tool or is this going to be a crutch? Are you looking for a band? Yeah. <clears throat> right. There's this thing right now, you know, there's a lot, I mean, microdosing, psilocybin, it's hot. Like people mm-hmm. are about it. I mean, you, we were talking earlier, you know, on Etsy, Facebook marketplace, yeah. people taking it because it's cool. We, and, we don't recommend oh, no. just buying random mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> please don't do that. Please don't do that. You know, not seeking medical advice to like wean themselves off antidepressants. They're just going cold turkey because they Ooh. read one article mm. and it's like, please don't, please mm. like step back mm-hmm. and know your why. Mm-hmm. And if you know your why, this mm-hmm. will this will help you find more tools mm-hmm. in your journey of your own healing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, of, and of course we aren't medical doctors, you know, no. you have to mm-hmm. say it's, yeah. um, <laughs> it, it's one of those things that being human is traumatic. Everybody yeah. has trauma and it's, something that even the other day we were talking to our mother about, like they didn't get to have tools. They didn't get to Mm -hmm. have vocabulary or the understanding that we do now of what, you know, the conversations going around of what mental health is, what all of these, and these are things that 
everybody can benefit from being aware of or mm-hmm. just, you know, uh, aware in themselves, aware for their families. Uh, but all of us are on this crazy journey. Uh, and, you know, it's like, what kind of person do you want to be at the end of your story? Because if you're happy with who you are mm-hmm. and doing and you're like got it all figured out congratulations I'd love to meet you um for real because we'll give you our number <laughs> faith planting through life and it's <laughs> that's so funny how you pick up your like and and take a step <clears throat> forward and it's who you turn around when you figure something else out and help the person behind you this mm-hmm. is what life is about and this is also why life feels so lonely right now mm-hmm. like we are mm-hmm. more connected than we've ever been in the history right. of the universe right maybe not the universe, but of like what we know of, right? Yeah. We're the loneliest we've ever been. The suicide rate is the highest it's ever been in history. People feel so disconnected and it's because people are so inauthentic. Mm. There is such inauthentic, like I get so annoyed getting on Instagram and it's like the filters and all of the bullshit. It's like, I I cannot deal with it. And I'm Mm -hmm work in mental health. I have so many tools and I still get on there and I'm triggered. Yeah. And you know, I start scrolling and my brain goes into theta brain waves and then I'm like, "Oh my gosh, this is straight when your brain goes into theta, you're in subconscious programming. It goes straight into your subconscious." So stop whoever's mm. hearing this or being conscious of it. Yeah. Should not mindlessly scroll because you're programming your brain. And the thing is is like we all again, just from the images we grew up in the 90s, you know, we just had magazines and TV and we have millions of ads in our brain. The new children have trillions of ads in their brain and they're wondering why we are in so much crisis and why this is such a a thing. And it's like Epidemic. epidemic. I don't know anybody that cannot benefit from plant medicine. It's been around for thousands and thousands of years. Mm-hmm. We've worked with shamans. I've gone down. I've done ayahuasca. I mean, the ego deaths and the mm-hmm. self-awareness, everybody can benefit from that. And it's mm-hmm. so important because self-awareness or awareness in general is the key to everything. Who you are, who you meet, how you react to everything all depends on you mm-hmm. and who you are and how you handle things. You can change everything by just understanding self. Mm-hmm. I, and that's why I say we're open to everybody, you know, sending in applications or wanting to work with us because th- there's no, there's no end to self and there's no mm-hmm. end to self-discovery or self-understanding or just getting deeper when you can tap yeah. into that. That's why meditation is so big and plant medicine helps us. I'm so much more in tune with energy and how mm-hmm. much like just, I love my dog, or I'll just have these moments where I look at Nicole and I'm like, I'm so glad you're my sister. Like there's, Mm -hmm. you're you're so much more present. And a lot of times when we're present and we're not in the past and we're not in the future, we get to just experience love because love exists in the present. Yeah. It's not, you know, you don't want to think about past. You don't want to think of, you just want to be in the moment and hold on to that moment. Cause there's, you know, the, the generous present moment is such a thing that we, we don't experience enough. We're so busy thinking about what's next. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. I need money. I need blah, 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 blah. It's like, when do you ever just be? Uh, and that's the thing is like, I think that microdosing helps you be in the moment. Yes. And appreciate the moment. And that in itself is a frequency of love. 
Well, yeah. I mean, we've had people come to us, like they'll start dosing, right? And they're kind of scared and they're like, oh my gosh, should I take a day off work or this or that, right? And they'll be at work and they're like, I've never noticed my hands or I've never noticed like my, like the texture of my skin. And like that mm-hmm. is profound, right? Because that mm-hmm. is so present with you. Like if mm-hmm. you can be present and aware of that, then mm-hmm. you can be present with anything else. And, you know, and it's, it's fascinating how many people, I mean, like they get into our program and they're like, I, ha- I, whoa, like I was not being present. And I, we're like, oh yeah, come to the thunder zone because this is like, here we are. Yeah. First, that presence, you know, and yeah, a lot of times, you know, anxiety, we work a lot of people with anxiety, anxiety. Mm-hmm. Med- these people live in the past or in the future. Exactly. Yeah. What about right here? Because anxiety, like Megan said, yeah. love lives in the present. Anxiety cannot exist in the present mm-hmm. moment. If you are right here, right now, mm-hmm. anxiety, it's gone. It's literally yeah. gone. But, you know, it's also my rant on Western medicine. Western medicine mm-hmm. has a great place. Like, mm-hmm. totally saved my life in life-threatening emergencies in regards to a, in surgeries. Absolutely. But- Fixing this stuff and labeling mm-hmm. these people with depression, anxiety, mm-hmm. and asking those deeper questions of like, yeah. hey, what is going on in your life? We're not doing that with people. Obviously, that's like why we're looking at depression, anxiety, suicide. Everything is so high. It's like social media, right? It's just yeah. like heightened at this. I feel like everything is being electrocuted right now. Just like, like yeah. And they're that's just throwing drugs at people mm-hmm. and they- don't want to actually help people get to the source. Mm-hmm. And the source is like we were talking earlier, it's that little bit of pain that our society has, we have a massive fear of pain. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, it's so when I think about it, I'm like, these people need to go to a Bikram hot yoga class oh, and feel like their body, like, you know, like mm-hmm. I don't want them to hurt themselves, but I want them to be in their body, like feel the muscle stretch, feel the tendon, feel the ligaments, like feel. But everyone is so numb because, and they're mm-hmm. all so stuck on these words. Like, mm-hmm. oh, well, my doctor said I'm dyslexic or my doctor said I'm this or I'm that. And it's mm-hmm. this identity that they yeah. eat. And then it's like, okay, well, that's a, that's a program. That's like what we were saying earlier. That program has now been plugged into you. Now you identify with it. Now, of course, your body is going to create these ailments because it's associating with this word that mm-hmm. carries a vibration it carries an energy that you've now inserted into your identity and into your energetic body i mean with with things like anxiety and and antidepressants and stuff i do feel like again in in, in certain situations it may be an appropriate um way of bridging you over but but the lifestyle stuff that needs to go with it doesn't often get discussed at all and then it's just like yeah you'll be on this forever or you know like this is the fix when it's not it's not the fix it's the it's the it's a tool that again we have just completely i mean it's the american way like we take we take it and and we're just like like you said face planting but it's like just face planting into these these tools that have their own side effects and that are, are going to cause other problems, but we're using them as these permanent solutions, which they're really just kind of making that. I, I love to talk about the whole idea of like a, if you were driving in your car and the check engine light comes on, you don't just put a sticker on the check engine. You have to like get under the hood, right? right. Like 
That's right. how I explain root cause approach to people because right. that's what you're doing. I mean, I am not trying to shame anybody who uses pharmaceuticals. When you go to the pharmacy, it's always insane how long the lines are. That always freaks me out because um, I do take uh, thyroid medication. You know, with cancer too, a lot of people go on anti-anxiety medications um, because they just cannot handle it and there's just so much stress. So I don't want anyone to feel ashamed about that, but recognize like, you know, you're going to have to deal. You're going to have to deal. There are ways that you can, there are a lot of tools that will have only like good <laughs> side effects. Um, but we're in, we're in a culture right now where we want this instant gratification and we don't want to do the work and we don't want to be uncomfortable even for a single second. No, and we I mean, feel like failures if we are. Well, absolutely. I mean, you can take a pill and it takes less than a second to pop it. Right. Yeah. Or if you have to actually sit with your feelings for 10 minutes in a meditation or do 10 minutes of breath work to release whatever energy, like anxiety, yeah. If you're anxious about something, you have a new job or you have to go back to work or whatever, and you don't do that, like to release that energy, you don't want to spend 10 minutes doing it. You know, it's yeah. it's maintenance. If you're using that car analogy, like it's a pain in the ass to go get your oil checked, but it's a real big pain in the ass when you blow your engine, then you got to find a new, you know, you got to find a new part, like all of these things. Right. And so if you're maintaining your personal, your personal wellness and moving and identify. I mean, I think that's a mm -hmm. huge thing is identifying the nervous system. And we deal with people all the time that they like live from here up. Like they're yeah. always, they have no idea what it's like to be in their body. Yeah. And when they get into their body, it's scary. And yeah. you know, it's that, it's that walk of like, I mean, I'm totally guilty of it. I love being in my head. I will mm -hmm. be the first one to say <laughs> in my body. I, you know, but as I worked through it and I started to be more aware of it, I actually started to gain a relationship with it. So now I'm like, okay, this is what's going on. What needs, you know, now what tools do I have to now address what's coming up? Because, you know, even I even look back into the early nineties, right? They were putting all these kids on Ritalin, Ritalin, mm -hmm. yeah. Ritalin, right? Everyone was, it was every child that couldn't sit still and do their work was on Ritalin. Yeah. And then you saw the repercussions of that. And now, you know, now we're seeing tools like human design is coming out where we've got generators and man gens, like they're not made to sit still. They got mm -hmm. 10,000 things going on. They're not, but they, that identity, right. Of that. Oh, well, I identify with this, but mm -hmm. it's okay to identify. Like you said, if you have that work through it though, find the source because it's, it, it, if not, it can potentially be a death sentence. Mm. now it's going to be in the physical body and it's going to be something that you're going to have to continue to face over and over and over again, because it's something that is within your energy field. Well, and it's also the frequency of like needing to fix something mm. like, no, you don't need to be fixed. Like so many people identify with I'm broken and I'm this and I'm that. And it's like, you know, there's, there's, there's not a P and I have a trauma list a mile long. <laughs> I would not take back any of it. Mm. You know, there was so for so long, I was like, Oh my God, why, why me? Why? Like I let that rule me. And now I think back to any piece of it. And I actually love 
every single thing that has happened to me because it's my light and it's my love. And it is what has every single thing that has happened has made me know love more, identify with what is love, what isn't like it, it's and love is the antidote to all of these things. If you can sit there and love your cancer, if you mm-hmm. can sit there and love that there's pain, but you know that you're going to learn from it. If you change the dialogue in your brain, and this is TFAR, thoughts become feelings, feelings become actions, actions result in your life. And there it's the rule. So rule of the mm-hmm. universe, it's how you think of something, mm-hmm. how you associate with it. Again, the neurons that fire together, wire together. And that's yes. what we have to change is, is like, if I can tell you to do one thing, even if you don't want to try plant medicine, is just to sit and put your hands over your heart and listen to your heartbeat mm. and understand how profound that is to even be alive. And that mm. is the frequency of love. If you can tap into that heartbeat mm-hmm. and you're present with your heart, and you can do this when you have anxiety, depression, anything, if you can just sit with your hands over your heart and you tap into that heartbeat, Mm-hmm. you become one with the universe. It's the connective thing of that's actually what creates your auric field is that heartbeat. Mm-hmm. You're never alone. I mean, literally it's, it's that it is love. And if we could just teach people to sit in stillness and listen to their heart, you know, it, it's, it's why, you know, women or men or whoever you are, like putting your, your head on somebody's chest and listening to their heartbeat. There's not a more beautiful sound in the world, mm-hmm. but a baby, anybody if you put a baby to your chest, it calms them. It's the frequency of you mm-hmm. and understand just how powerful that is. And, um, you know, it was something I wasn't attuned to. It didn't start until I started meditating and microdosing where I was like, oh my gosh, when I just sit and listen to my heart and I, mm-hmm. and I feel that frequency just in myself, mm-hmm. I realize how profound that is to even have a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Ordinary. Well, and it's fascinating to me, you know, I, um, our father has nine years of recovery. He's an mm-hmm. alcoholic and we know a lot of people that have had cancer and then now in remission mm-hmm. and it's amazing that if I look at their patterning of their lives, they're mm-hmm. all in service and somehow they're helping others with their mm-hmm. story. And when they do that, it's like, it's love. They're giving mm-hmm. love for their own story, but they've, they've looked at it, right. They've walked mm-hmm. and it's just like you, like you have mm-hmm. this beautiful podcast, you need like your, you share your story mm-hmm. and that is love frequency. You're, you're giving the love and you're showing people the love mm-hmm. that is like Megan said, it's the antidote, right? It's, it's, and it's also encouraging other people. It's saying, yeah. wow, I want to be where you are. I may be in a lot of pain right now fighting my journey, but Mm -hmm. I know that what it looks like on the other side, because I see you. We have to remember that the journey and being in a frequency of love is not being in a frequency necessarily of happiness or um, feeling in control all the time. I mean, you, you do, you are unstoppable, but it's because you're able to take the wisdom from that experience. Like that's where you're unstoppable. I think I want to get to, um, I know a lot of people are always like, well, what, you know, how do you create a protocol? We've talked about that, but you two, I, what I reason I brought you on is because you actually have this, this membership, this program that has a lot of components to it that I think are wonderful because, Like if you were to do 
a microdosing experiment without being super intentional about it, like not journaling about it, not just like it's, do you think that would still have effect? I mean, obviously probably not as much, but like, yeah, I mean, as long as you're using intentions and actually like we do something called the daily Zen and, you know, if you scroll to the third page, there's always an intention. So Mm -hmm. again, I, I believe in having a coach or mentor of some sort always, and Mm -hmm. that's in or out of microdosing because a coach is what holds the intention, what holds the highest frequency, which holds your higher self. So they Mm -hmm. hold you in that higher frequency. Um, but you know, if like, you're like, I don't really want to coach or I don't, you know, I don't see the benefits of this. You Mm -hmm. point, but, Mm -hmm. um, just be intentional, just Mm -hmm. set intention when you dose. I mean, even if like, we don't drink very much ever, uh, and we just go out dancing and it's like, if I decide to take mushrooms, um, you know, microdose, I don't take a bunch, but you know, I just, am like, I want to have the intention to just love my body and be with my friends and just enjoy being here in the present. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's just being intentional and mm-hmm. it's being intentional in everything in life is really the lesson, but it, it's one of those things. Don't dose every day. Don't like, mm-hmm. don't um and but it's 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 definitely not something that it's like you have to do this or that yeah we're not here to tell people how to live their lives it's you know I like I said any any everybody is face planting through life anybody (laughs) I have all of this figured out they're a psychopath run away (laughs) I do not believe that uh you know my clients I will be like, yeah, no, I, you know, I face planted the other day and totally like screwed up something and I had to go make an amends and I had to admit that I'm a jerk sometimes, you know, it is what it is. It, you know, I always believe in having a mentor or a coach, but, and and that's really just being very intentional and we learn hopefully through other people's mistakes, um, as we age, but when we're younger, it's just kind of like, there's that young youth of arrogance, but, um, that I think we all go through, but yeah, no, it's just intentions. And actually our Instagram is a great place to find, like, we have stuff on there about all sorts of stuff, money, all of the things, so many things on the internet. There's so many microdosing coaches and things now, you know, use some of those intentions, start to experiment with it. And then when you're ready to expand, you'll find the coach or the person because, Eventually we all need to expand and we'll find that person that suits us to help us in that frequency. Um, but if you're not quite ready to take that leap, just be intentional about it. Don't just like, these are sacred plants. They have a consciousness. I'm very big about ceremony, which is intention around mm-hmm. kinds of things. I don't think you should do anything mindlessly, not even drinking, bad idea. Uh, you know, start to live with more intention. And it will change every aspect of your life. Again, it's that why. Why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. Um, it's very important to remember we're working in the brain. Mm-hmm. So um, I think, you know, a lot of people, if they haven't done the research, like I'm a very research, but I've read it all. Like I really, mm-hmm. but we're working in the brain. So you have to remember and like what Megan just said was super important because if you don't have that intention, you don't have that why, you can actually re-solidify bad programming. Mm-hmm. You actually wire negativity you can re-solidify bad behaviors you could re-solidify addiction in in using this so Mm -hmm. really having that why and that intention is just like 
out of everything, right? You don't have to journal. You don't have to keep track. Like, mm-hmm. but knowing you're, you're working in the brain, like it is actually mm-hmm. changing the chemistry mm-hmm. um, and for good and for bad. Although there's a lot of people that don't talk about it. It is a thing because it mm-hmm. doesn't just do positive in the brain. If you're not reinforcing it with positivity, you're potentially can really rewire the brain into some pretty negative situation. So tell us about the, the offering that you have. Um, so we do a 90 day program and it is, um, a force to be reckoned with. We are application based. The first question is, is if you have, do you believe in something greater or higher than yourself? Um, if you say no to that, we're not going to be able to work with you because we're not going to be able to like, can't change your mind on that one. Unfortunately, Mm -hmm. you have to believe in something greater than yourself, um, whether it's the universe, the energy, whatever it is. Um, And then it's a few super simple questions. And then you just click submit on the website and it drops into our inbox. We um, ask for if there's something greater than yours, if you believe in Mm -hmm. something higher than yourself. Um, And then- Does it have to be God though? No. No. Okay. Okay. Don't put God in the box. We don't care. And Mm -hmm. it's honestly a yes or no question. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to we don't okay. ask you what it is. We don't care. Um, it's mm-hmm. very, that question comes out of the big book um, from Bill Wilson of AA. Mm-hmm. They do believe that you have to have something greater than step yourself. One, it's yeah. step mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. actually, we did not create it. We took it from AA, um, but Bill Wilson was really big on that. He was mm-hmm. super huge into actually believing LSD was the 13th step in curing addiction. Um, what? And, okay. That's and, interesting. Um, yeah. <laughs> And uh, John Hopkins is actually proving it, which is really cool with uh, microdosing or with uh, high doses of psilocybin within two doses of three grams, um, 87% success rate in addicts right now. So that to the third trial in March. So hopefully by the end of next year, they will have had that fully published with all of the research data um, in that regard. Anyways, then there's a few more questions and you submit it to us. Well, we go, we go into trauma lines, masculine and feminine. We go into TFAR. We go, we take a deep dive into who you are, what you are, why you are the way you are. And then we make sure that by the end of it, you have so many tools to shift whatever circumstance you're in. Cause you cannot, you cannot change circumstance. You're going to get into all sorts of shit in your life that you couldn't even dream of. And it's like, how do I handle this situation and what tools do I have in my toolbox to be able to pull out when shit hits the fan? Cause it's inevitably going to, it's just the way life works. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, most of us had shitty tools. Our parents gave us shit tools that are rusted and they're broken and they're jacked and you're causing pain to yourself and other people when you use them. We are here to help you understand again, know thyself, shift that and to handle things with love. How do I love myself and honor myself, but then also show up for other people when I'm in the correct frequency. But it's again, it's giving choice. It's giving tools. And it's like, I don't deal with any kind of victimhood. I don't deal with any kind of like bullshit. It's like, you are responsible for who you are from this moment forward. And you get choice in who that is. And it's radical accountability. Mm -hmm. I you know, this whole, like, it's everybody else's fault. Yeah. You know, as children, that's true. And we cannot help where we come from, but we do get to write our stories when we're adults. And it's like, you want to be, 
who do you want to show up as daily? Who do you like? Cause we all want to inspire others. Again, we always want to, we're on a hero's journey. We want to be the hero of our story. And it's like, how do I do that? Because when I started this journey, I was like, oh my God, I'm a victim to everything. My life sucks. You know, I've had all these things happen and it's no, actually we teach you how to own that story and how to transmute that shadow, those traumas into your greatest gifts, because actually rooted in your traumas are all of your gifts. And mm -hmm. the people that have had the hardest lives have the brightest lights and they have the potential of helping the most people. So, you know, it's, I'm here, to, we're here to help you honor who you came here to be because you, mm -hmm. every single one of us came here with an, a profound ability to change the course of whatever life we're living and other people that are in our fields. Right. And it's, and it's, how do I step into that? How do I yeah. step into purpose? How do I step into that person that I want to be? Because yeah. at the end of the day, when you die, because we're all going to die, this story ends. How do you want to be remembered? Mm -hmm. And that legacy that you leave is massive. And the people that aren't anxious and aren't depressed are the people that are living in purpose, are living in service, are living wholeheartedly and in that frequency of love. And they show up every day for themselves. And when you show up for you, you can show up for other people. But if you're not even showing up for yourself and you're in victimhood, you're screwed. And of course, you're not going to want to be here. Mm -hmm. So, but, you know, this whole you know, social media, all this shit that we get so caught up in, it's stealing your life force. Hmm. You know, we are here to help people live wholly in self, um, you know, and we're trying to every day and it's, we're all in this together. So, you know, <laughs> some have some of our tools that we've it's... got to learn and we learn more every day through conversations like this. And, um, but that there's, there's answers. The thing is, is like, there there's answers to questions of how, why, what. And I just want to reiterate, everybody is here for a reason. And it's a profound reason. You do not know how you affect others or who you're here to help. And, you know, when you step into that, there is so much love and so much energy in that world that you step into um, that I, it really hurts when I see so many hopeless people. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm really like sad about it because I used to be one of them. Um, well, uh, and you know, I think a lot of people also, you know, it's our program is it's 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 everything. We face. Mm -hmm. I mean, we have not left a stone unturned by the time we're done. Mm -hmm. uh, everything from you're going back to utero trauma, right? I mean, yep. where you're having a conversation with your mom if she's still alive. I want to know hmm. everything that happened to you in those nine months because they're imprinted. You know, I mean, we, we dive deep and mm -hmm. also something that you have to be radically ready. Yes. Accountability, but vulnerability, mm -hmm. um, to be ready to be embark on a journey of like really, truly digging into self mm -hmm. and really ready to take it on the plant medicine really helps it, it mm -hmm. does, but you have to be able to show up. Um, a lot of, you know, we've had people that they start and they're, I mean, we've had therapists, Mm -hmm. I, I had a say, yeah, we had a psychiatrist. They drop out because it's too much for them. They can't, mm -hmm. and it's not hard. It's just about, it's for you. You have to yeah. choose the program. There's yeah. one else going to choose you. We're going to help you through it. We're going to be here. We're going to cheer you on and we're going to give you tools, but we can't do the work for you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I will make sure to include in the show notes, like how to apply for your program that it, it, it seems it's a 
quite all encompassing. There's like a, a nutrition plan as well. And, um, and you know, I, the plant medicine is actually gifted with the purchase of the membership into the program. So it's, you know, once you sign up for that, you, you don't have to go looking for something off of Etsy and you know that it's consciously cultivated. And, um, so I think that's really exciting. Um, I feel like I could talk to you ladies all day long. <laughs> about so many different things. Um, uh, there's so many different podcast episodes we'll have to talk about, but, uh, yeah, that's amazing. I'm it, it, actually, I feel really hopeful. There's so many things in this world right now that can be, I, I get sad about it. Like what a struggle that we're going through with a, B or C, but really this is one of those things where I have a lot of hope yeah. for how this is going to help us. Um, and, and allow us to have the tools that just feels like we are in an aching need for tools. We just, you know, so I, I'm excited about this work that you're doing. Uh, I think that your, um, your passion and your knowledge is going to really help people walk through some stuff and, you know, maybe create some, you know, healing is never over, <laughs> you oh, know, yeah. but also just a lot more self-aware people, you know, that hopefully we can date sometime. <laughs> right? We're all single well, in case there's conscious men out there. <laughs> I think Junie is one of those things, you know, of really just like everyone has a story. Like, don't yeah. think that you mm-hmm. don't have a story. Like if you have a story, like reach out, you know, if we bring guests onto our podcast, like reach out, like there's ways to get involved. If you have a story, if you're struggling, there's tools, like, but if you have a journey of like, I've walked through this, Mm -hmm. share your story, start an Instagram. We're Mm -hmm. in the age of technology and like help others. Don't just Mm -hmm. say, you know, sit back and be quiet about your story because Mm -hmm. there's someone out there that needs to hear it. And I think Mm -hmm. it's so important right now that people connect at an all-time high because like you were saying Mm -hmm. we feel so lonely but like we have so much to offer each other if someone was interested in your program um i'm assuming that when they go to the link that i'm going to put in the show notes that they could reach out to you if they have questions or yeah absolutely Uh so they can dm Mm -hmm. us on synchronicity Uh 222 you can also chat us on our website yeah. Um, there's like a little chat bubble. It's not a bot. It's actually one of us. We respond within 24 hours. Sometimes we're not live. We have like specific hours that we're on there. Um, but if you apply or if you want more information, if you apply, we respond to you. So um, it's right there. Literally the mm-hmm. first thing you see on our website is click here to apply now. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, you, you really can't miss it. If you do miss the first one, there's four other below it. <laughs> Um, oh, so offer a free mini yeah. course. So the first thing that pops up on our website is a little pop-up. It talks about a two-day free mini course, it talks about trauma, it talks about the suicide rate, it talks mm-hmm. about microdosing. It talks about a lot of things in that mm-hmm. it's complimentary. All we have to do is take your email down so that mm-hmm. it, we know where to send it. Mm-hmm. Awesome. That is fantastic. I'm so excited. And thank you both for uh, being here today and, and talking to me about all this stuff. I think this is going to be a really um, great episode for people. Yeah. We're so excited. And thank you again for having us. Yeah. Awesome. 
And there you have it, folks. Um, That's a wrap on the first episode of season two. Oh, my goodness. But yes, please, please check out these ladies. They have an incredible podcast called Zenchronicity. They have um, Instagram, which I will include all of this in the show notes. Reach out to them if you have questions about this topic. And, um, you know, just want to say that um, myself and Megan and Nicole, none of us are encouraging any kind of illegal activity. So please be sure to follow your local laws and guidelines uh, and don't do anything um, that, you know, is unsafe for you. So yeah, thanks for listening. I am very, very excited to uh, have, I have so many wonderful guests and so many wonderful topics to talk about in season two of the podcast. And if you have ideas or there are topics that you want covered, please write to me, reach out to me. Um, I am Junie at JunieBWell.com. You can reach out to me on Instagram at JunieBWell, also on Facebook.com slash JunieBWell, or I'm also on LinkedIn. I'm not super active on there. And um, yeah, I love to hear from you or go to my website. You can fill out a contact form there if you are interested in working together or getting onto my newsletter where I will tell you about all sorts of new things that are going on. Um, My business is getting a little bit of a makeover, um, so a lot of TBD stuff, but I'm going to be doing a lot more with the mindfulness stuff, which is really something I'm passionate about and um, maybe some more digital products. So I don't know. We'll see, right? But you should get on my newsletter email list so that you can be the first to know. And I try to send stuff bi-weekly that I think you'll be interested in and I never spam you. (laughs) All right. I hope you have a wonderful week. I'll be back two weeks from today. And as always, I'm wishing you well.